Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Bonjour, 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 bonjour. There goes the beggar with the tray like always. You know, it's funny. Um, that made me think of something. What's good? What's, yeah, what's good? good? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah, no. He, he, that's, I that love was that. genius. I love his stuff. Why doesn't he do more of those? I think he's done a couple. Really? Yeah, I think so. They're, right. They look like they're really, they cost a lot of money to make. Oh, I'll give him money. <laughs> I have ten dollars and a oh coupon. Goodness. Oh, they look at you to, to the IHOP. Aww. I can feed some people. I love an IHOP. I love it. What do you get? Uh, Rudy Tootie Fresh. I'm fruity? going out. <laughs> moon over my hammy. Uh, that's that's Denny's. Denny's. I know. Uh, I don't. I, I don't Sacrilege. like to get. I, you probably will get a scramble of some kind. Mm. You know, get some of those potatoes and bacon and you know all that oh, stuff. In are there. you a big breakfast eater? Uh, no, that. actually, I'm not a big breakfast Same eater. here. Yeah, I, I tend to skip that meal of the day. Me I drink, too. I tend to drink coffee instead of eating breakfast. You're so good. But today I had, uh, Sutton always makes uh, breakfast uh, tacos, with, you know, eggs with the, I love a good tortilla shell. The problem with breakfast is it goes too fast. Mm, true. The trouble with the world today is plain to see. <laughs> it's coffee in a cardboard <laughs> cup. <laughs> that was just my cue into my, my, my material. That's I hope good, you though. Thank you. Oh, I love when you sing. Thank you. Somebody has to. Yeah, I do. I do that, and then I go into It's an Art from Working. <laughs> Everyone sang that song when I was in college. Oh, same here. No one does get... it anymore. Everyone did. Everybody You know what my college used to do, which was horrible? What? Any person that was... I'm trying to think of a way of articulating this where it's not offensive. If you were not Caucasian, you were given that song at least really? once to sing. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'm trying to think of that a nice... wrong. I know. I'm trying to think of a nice <laughs> like way of Like the waitress song, really? Like, why, it was, why, oh, at least if give you, ooh, my feet. If you, no, if you were not... If you were non-Caucasian, everyone had got... It was always, you know what would be really good for you? And people would be like, it's an art. It's an art. <laughs> I'm not joking, Kevin. Weird. But you know what's so funny? Hmm. I can, can we have a serious discussion for a yes, second? Let's I know do it. I know that we're yeah. we're usually very light and frothy. Mm-hmm. We try to be light and frothy. <laughs> I find it so interesting now that so many students um, get offended. I'm going to say the word offended when a voice teacher or an acting teacher says to like for example, there's a school that I know where there's um, a lot of African American students mm-hmm. and they they're told oh you have to sing i hate the bus huh. or, and it's like it, no but what if she's not really a caroline what if she doesn't want to sing that song you know it's or one, i heard this from one school that um a student who was a soprano was told oh you should learn all of cinderella's stuff now that um kiki Niki, Nini, Nini Leaks. Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, when they had the take, yeah. When she, did when, the, when they the, put her into, I forget Cinder- the girl's name. Who Please did forgive it. me. When they put her into yeah. Cinderella, then it was like, okay, well, now you can sing it because Bullshit. an because an African American has now played it on Broadway. Bullshit. Now you can do it. Yeah. Um. I'm just so interested by that. Is that something teachers should do, or no? Something that sounds like do? academia, and that sounds like BS to me. Um. I think students should, especially in educational institutions, should be singing anything they want to sing. Yeah. It's all 
yeah, it's yeah, sure, you can sing the Make Them Hear You if you want to, sir. But you also can sing her face from Carnival. Like, please do that as well. Absolutely. You know, and, Absolutely. And, and, and you can sing from Carousel, not just because Josh Henry got cast, you know, this but year. But even but before Josh Henry before got that, cast, yeah, if you no, wanted to sing like, from Carousel. It's funny, we were, uh, we were talking with... Um, uh, just today, I was in a little rehearsal with Ali Stoker, the girl from that was in Spring Awakening. Um, and she was talking, we were talking exactly about this, about casting people. You know, she wanted to do, I hope she doesn't mind me saying, but she wanted to do a certain musical. And they went to the estate. And the estate people were like, no, because we don't see it. You know, the, the widow was like, no, we don't see a person in a wheelchair playing that part. What? Yeah, right? And like, and like what, like, if, if it's not... It, it only will help a show. We saw that with Spring Awakening. You know, like it only it only will lift up a piece and put the emphasis back on the what? story. Are you and serious? That, yeah, you know. And I hope that I'm not out of turn saying that because I'm not telling you any more, more than that. But but I remember thinking that's crazy that we still live in a day and age where someone will say, oh well, that's not the you know. It's like the the who's your favorite Virginia Wolf? You know, and that we had the, talked the, about the all yeah. state was like, oh, people, have, you know, non Caucasians. This is crazy. You know, it's like, well, where's the play is still good, so I think we're going to be okay. Oh, I think um, you're fine, and so. So yeah, it was just interesting the, the the idea of casting with, you know, race, color, and, and special needs or whatever you know, like the, you know, whatever your you know. How about the best person? First of all, this I was just somebody interviewed me about this a couple of days ago, and I was like, as soon as you enter that theater, you're playing pretend. Right. It's built in. It's pretend. Right. It's pretend. We are pretending. Mm-hmm. So why, what is this like, oh, it's, well, that, that wouldn't have happened in real life. It's not real life. Yeah, it's, it's not realistic. I, a friend of mine once said, not an old friend, a former friend, I should say, they saw anything goes with me. And they were just, they were just rolling their eyes a little bit. Oh, so what's the issue? The, the, the issue was that there were African-American members in the ensemble who were part of the, the guests on the boat. And he goes, well, if this was, you know, historically accurate, you know, they would not have been guests on the boat. They would have been servants or they would have done this or they'd done that. Oh my God. And I said, they also wouldn't have broken out into a synchronized time step. Right. And you're the top is a harmony. Right. And you're the top is a list song that doesn't go anywhere. So So like, what do you want from (laughs) us? But I, that drives me crazy, which is we are audit. We are saying it is imaginary. It is let's play pretend. We are pretending. That's why we love it. So why why is this a fucking issue? Well, Excuse my language, but why is this a fucking issue? But I was so interested because this young lady I was talking to was like, yeah, she goes, the only thing I seem to get from my voice teachers are songs that other African-Americans have sang. And I never get like she used to be mine. And I right. never and I never get glitter and be gay. And I never get this and I never get that. It's literally like you will sing, Mama will provide. You right. will sing. And and it has to be sanctioned on Broadway by an African American appearing in the role right. before my voice teacher will even tell me I can sing something along these lines. It's so that's so strange to me. It must be very frustrating. So um, I asked one of the teachers though. Yeah. I actually I, I didn't, you know, I asked I said, So why do you do this? The teacher's response was, Well, they're going to be auditioning for these things when they leave here. So is it any different than preparing a soprano to be learning My Fair Lady music? Mm. And I'm like, I think I I get your point, but that's not all you give the person. You don't just give the soprano 
Eliza Doolittle stuff no. to learn. You give them a whole wide range of things, and I think that's a little different. I know a lot of Latina actresses who would never appear in In the Heights because their type doesn't fit any of those characters, right. and all they get is breathe, you know, yeah. breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was just I was just curious. Sorry, there was yeah. a, there was a very long tangent. No, no, no. I'm I I feel you. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm done now. I need to smoke no, and lay down. <laughs> hey, a positive note. Hey, hey, hey. May I give you a positive note? Yes, please. We need to do this more often. Every time we tell our listeners that we like something or we are looking for something, they respond and go out of their way to send it to us. A couple of episodes ago, uh, Kevin David Thomas. <laughs> that's that's my full, name. That's his full name. Thank you, everybody. Said... That he really loved show music magazine. It was my favorite thing. It was a favorite thing. And was. For, and refresh us on what show music magazine was. Oh, you guys, from the early 80s, it started out as like a basically a newsletter and it ended in 2002, 2003. And it was a, a exactly what it sounds like. It was a quarterly magazine that was all about show music. And it is a magical, a good speed helped produce it for a while. Uh, Max Prio uh, put it out. Um, and it was, it was like the nerdy thing I mean are these now that we have we have copies of all of them um, it was just like reading were just tons and tons of articles about what theater music was coming out full page ads for the me nobody knows finally on CD because <laughs> everyone's racing to get that but you know it, it's a yeah, it was it, it was a great way, a resource for um, getting information about what cast albums were coming out, what books, what theater, all of that. And and not only in America. Oh no, all, all over the world. All over the world. Yeah, Europe, you'd have the Rialto, you have like the Australia down under, you know. Um, so we so Kevin mentioned this, and I said to him, "Oh yeah, I used to read it too." Blah blah blah. And I had like five. I had like five copies. Me too. I got like like four. Yeah, right yeah. back in California. Anyway, I got. I'll start with mine, and then you can tell me yours. Yeah. We had. I had a listener. Or we had a listener named Lisa Violmento. Once again, Lisa Violmento, who was so kind, she emailed us and said, "What's your address?" She goes, "I used to work for Goodspeed. I've got a whole bunch of them." Crazy. And out of the goodness of her heart, not only did she mail us a bunch, she sent us duplicates so we didn't have to fight over them. <laughs> so Lisa, I mean, the kindness yeah. of Lisa. Is incredible now, oh, yeah. and then, but you, but this now, tell us about so your thing. Completely separate from that, <laughs> I have a, a friend of a friend who's now become a friend uh, named Michael uh, Adams, and he, I met him at. Uh, what, doesn't matter. Uh, Annalee Ashford's husband, Joey, was our Mercutio when I met my wife. Yes. We Romeo and Juliet. Yes. He was Mercutio. So we're friends with them. And we were at her baby shower, and I met this fellow there, his older, uh, older businessman now. Um, and I we hit it off because he loves musical theater. And then, but that was it. It was just a conversation two years ago. Well, he reached out of the blue, reached out to me and he was like, Hey, remember we talked to Annalise and Joey's, you know, bridal thing. And we, um, he's like, I love your podcast. Didn't know he was listening to us. Didn't know any of that. And he was like, I've got, I've got a whole collection in my closet. I'll mail you the whole thing. All of them. So we're talking from the the early copies, the the pre good speed years, which are these little tiny ones. I think I sent you yes. gave you some. Um, and they're like they're it's very raw. It's very it's just all Max doing his, you know, co- collaborating with other people. But he was you, this was definitely a labor of love. And um, yeah, and he just he mailed me three installments, like huge box full. So yeah, we're, between the two of us, we're we're set. We are, but. <laughs> The kindness <laughs> so generous. of our listeners. So generous. And then I have to add another thing on top of that, oh. if I may, because you're going to get one. I know you're getting one. Nevertheless, yes. Nevertheless. 
Don't start with me. Nevertheless, Robbie Rizal. Um, I got an email from Michael Levine, who was one of our guests, the best, sheet music connoisseur. Best pen I've ever had. I love my pen from Michael Levine. For, Michael Levine Michael, gave us you're swag. you're a great coach. And you've got lots of sheet music, but the swag you gave us is everything. We're, we're supposed to give guests <laughs> swag. He was giving us swag. So anyway, Michael emailed me, and he's and Jen Tepper, the, who you know runs Fifty Four Below and does the great Untold Stories of Broadway oh, series, which books. I'm pointing to on my bookshelf as we speak. Yeah. And he said, "I have a gift for you and Jen. Can I meet you guys?" He shows up and gave us these two posters that are called the Broadway Turkey, and it is a turkey, it's a huge. huge, a huge turkey drawing, but the turkey is made up of titles of. I'm going to say underappreciated shows because Jen doesn't like the word flop, so I can't say flop. Underappreciated plays and musicals. So the turkey is made up of like the title Bring Back Birdie or Merrily We Roll Along. Angel. Or or Angel, which you said was on the nose, which we kind of like. In a different color, which I'm In a different color, which is pretty awesome. So the generosity of our listeners is so astounding, and we are very thankful. I don't know if this episode's going to be airing during Thanksgiving, but if it is, we are very thankful for you. So I'd like to put out in the world, I would like a million dollars. So whichever listener is going to respond to us nice. and give us a million dollars, that would be great. Go for it. Awesome. But no, seriously, thank you so much. And we love we love getting this stuff. And also, people are sending us book recommendations and clips mm. to be looking at. Um, it's really amazing. So th- thank you all so much. We just wanted to say thank you yeah. for that. Um, now, Kevin, <laughs> what is your favorite? Well, this is a follow-up from last week or whenever we... Tell- when we so the, for the first time ever, Rob and I actually... First time ever. Ever. We, we had the same favorite thing. Now, uh, we, uh, we're, we record a bunch of these at, at one time. And so he was bringing up this, this woman, Alice Clayton, and I could not believe you said that because that was one of the, my... She literally was my favorite thing that I wish to talk about. And we thought, well, let's just wait and talk about her on the same day um may yeah go may i remind our listeners of why i brought her up last time please do that's okay yes so we had neva small on as a guest a couple of weeks ago the great neva small from fiddler on the roof um and we talked about her uh co-star alice platon who was in henry sweet henry with her um but we got an email or from a guy named joshua white and the email said thank you both and neva small for remembering my wife Alice Platon, we were married for 35 years. I miss her every day. Um, like, breaks my heart. I was so touched. And Kevin, I know telling you, you were touched as well, that we wanted to make sure that we acknowledged her because she's always been on our favorite things oh, list. It, it's, um, it, yeah. But it's, so, it's, it's something about the stars aligning at the right time. I, I just couldn't believe that we, yeah. So I, I postponed on talking about her. So I want Kevin to, to take this. But oh, well, this. This is this is for Joshua and for everybody else yeah. who who loved her. What a fascinating career! What a um, I, I, you know, I know her because one of my favorite shows is Carolina Change, which she was in and Grandma. was that two thousand five, yeah, yeah two thousand four, two thousand five. Uh, and I, I I always knew her from other other stuff, but then I was like, oh wait, I forgot she was the original baby uh, baby Louise in Gypsy. You know, she was she was the original um, Ermengarde in Hello Dolly. Obviously, we've talked about um, Henry we Sweet Henry. Um, First Lady Sweet. She did Michael John Lacusa? Like, that Mimi is... Mimi Eisenhower. Nuts. I mean, that's, like, so crazy to me. But then she also did lots of voiceover work, you know? She was um, Felix the Cat. She was in My Little Pony, the movie. You know, she, the, that character voice that she has um, is very special. What fascinates me is that for the last 50 years or so, until she died, 
died in 2011, she her career was across the board. She and, did everything. And we said this last year, it left us way too soon. Way too soon. She's only 63. My God. It's way too young. Um, and so and so, I was going to offer up, I'm sure this is on your uh, list, but um, th- there's a great clip on YouTube of her singing on the Ed Sullivan show, Poor Little Person. It's so good. And you get to see Michael Bennett. This is his first Broadway show. You see his career. That moment, the audience starts clapping when they start marching across the and stage. And what, what musical is this from? Oh, oh, this is from Henry Sweet, yeah. Sweet Henry. So the flop musical, but like she was a standout. People would compare her to Ethel Merman and, you know, that she, because she, when you watch this video, you, you know, she's communicating to the last row and yet everything she's doing is is believable and real. And yet it is a musical comedy and it is big, but yet it's believable, you know? They said, she's funny. Oh my gosh, is she funny? Oh, no, I, I never got to see it, but they said that her Nobody Steps on Caffritz that was was like the, one of the best shining musical moments of, of the 1960s. That was her first, that was her big number. And then Bob Merrill wrote... Excuse me, poor little person, because he loved her so much. He was like, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta write this person another show-stopping number. Wow. So that's why he wrote Poor Little Person. Um, yeah, I wish that was captured. I wish we could see the captures. Yeah. I wonder if it is somewhere. I want I wonder. I'm sure someone ha- like Stephen Cole has it somewhere. Yeah, just <laughs> something under his Fluhuli doll. <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> there. But she I mean, she was absolutely and for our older listeners, she her big thing was that Alka Seltzer commercial. Uh, that's what I was gonna mention. Oh yes. sorry, yes, no, no, go no, ahead. I forgot. Uh, yeah, the Alka Seltzer commercial from like nineteen seventy or something like that, where it's I don't I'm not familiar with it, so I don't know. Oh, have you I, never seen it? No. It's a newlywed couple. It's her as the newlywed bride and the husband. Okay, kind of obscure. Do you remember the movie Weekend of Bernie's? Of course, I know Weekend of Bernie's. Bernie. Oh my gosh. And I have a story about so him later weird and on. Obscure. I have a story about him later on, which I I think I can tell on air. I think. I hope so. Allegedly, I'll tell it allegedly okay. a little bit later on. Um, <laughs> they're they're a, a mar- they're a newlywed couple, and she comes home and and she's like, "Honey, I'm going to make." Uh, food for you and the first thing she makes are like these huge dumplings and she's reading a cookbook of like other things she can make for him like marshmallow meatballs and sweet and sour oysters Ugh. and he, you just see him like reaching for the Alka-Seltzer knowing that the whole rest of the marriage is going to be indigestion right. it is so funny and it's so cute but that was her big thing that was her big thing right. when she was the newlywed in the Alka-Seltzer commercial <laughs> That's great. so I'll, we'll post that okay we'll post that for yeah. everybody but Bernie is on there. So here's the story about Weekend at Bernie's. Okay. This is allegedly, allegedly. Um, <laughs> Bernie signed up to do Weekend at Bernie's, and in his contract, he signed up to do anything else that was part of Weekend at Bernie's. And apparently, he uh, they didn't realize the movie was going to be so successful that they were going to make a sequel. Now, he was dead in the first one, so why does he have to appear in the second one? Yeah. Because in the second movie, have you ever seen Weekend at Bernie's Part 2? Oh, God, no. He's possessed by a voodoo curse. No. And anytime he hears reggae music, no his way. body gets up and dances. <laughs> so the actor was like, fuck this. I'm not doing it. Uh, and refused to come to work. And he actually had to be forced back onto the set to How play a dead body. How do you know this? Is- I'll tell you all fair, but I know God. these things. But anyway, so that's who co-starred in the Alice played in commercial. Excellent. We'll post some clips of her. She's Stay really on track. She Ron. really boy. Talk about staying, you know, current too. And she took new projects. She was, you know, working to the last. Bob, Bob Merrill. Yes. To Michael John Lacusa. That. Oh yeah. Do you I know was what like, I mean? Was this a test? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I was. I thought it was like true, SAT. True You're or like, false? Bob is to Michael John as yeah, Alice is to, to. I don't know. <laughs> um. So 
yeah, you're right. She went all over the place. Yeah. Ginny Tesori, you know? I mean, like, it's, yeah. So, I mean, but the, the versatility of the voice, the power. Uh, I didn't see her in First Lady Sweet, but I heard she was heartbreaking. Mm. So she's so we really just wanted to take a chance to acknowledge her, but there must be something in the world that makes me want to acknowledge her when you want to acknowledge yeah. her and her husband reaching out to us. Um, and to her husband, Joshua, I'm sure you knew this, but she is so beloved and so missed by so many that, um, but her, her spirit and her memory always lives on in our hearts and minds. So yeah. thank you for reaching out because we really do appreciate it. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Um, is it my turn now? Yeah. For favorite thing? Yeah. Okay. What is it? Mine is a movie. Ooh. That really pulled at my heartstrings. Oh. And I think it's so good. And it came out last year. And it's on iTunes. So you can rent it. It's a musical? It di- no. It didn't make that much of a splash in movie theaters. But I think it's really, really lovely. Mm. And a perfect representation of the actor's or the artist's life. What is this movie? Yeah. Tick tock, Kevin David Thomas. What is this movie? Maybe you saw it? I don't think so. Okay. Um, oh, is that you... what it's called, Tick Tock? No, 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 oh. no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was giving you a little Jeopardy thing. That was good. Um, it's, it stars Gabriel Byrne, Nathan Lane, Patricia Clarkson, Francis Conroy. Great. These are all actors, <laughs> actors. <laughs> Boyd Gaines. Great actors. And the movie is called No Pay Nudity. Never heard of it ever in my life. Okay. It's called No Pay Nudity. Is this Woody Allen? No. Nope. Okay. It's written by a guy named Ethan Sandler, directed by Lee Wilkoff. Broadway's with Lee Wilkoff. Yes, who created the role of? Uh, well, wasn't he in uh, the Kiss Me Kate? He, he was, was in, yeah, he was the gangster in Kiss know, Me Kate. Oh, shop your shakes in the eighties. What role did he create? You know, it's, you're gonna you're gonna kick yourself when you when you remember. Who would I? Is, what? Lift up your head, wash, wash off your mascara. mascara. Really? Here, take my Kleenex. Wipe that lipstick of away. Of course, yes, of He's course. He's Seymour. Yeah, that's right. In Little Shop yeah, of Horrors. Right. But Lee Wilkoff is a, is a wonderful actor, a character actor. If you saw him, everyone go like, oh, yeah, I, I totally know him. Um, he directed this film. And Kevin, this movie is so touching. It's the story of an aging actor named Lester Rosenthal. What a name. Played by the great Gabriel Byrne, mm-hmm. who the movie starts, it's so sad, he, the movie starts with him taking his dog to the vet to be put to sleep. Oh, jeez. Then he goes on an audition for King Lear mm-hmm. at a regional theater in Ohio. <laughs> and he's like, I'm really excited to play Lear because a few years ago I played the fool. And I know, but now it's my turn to play Lear. And the whole ride over to the, the audition, he's doing the lines he knows. And then he gets in front of the audition room and he can't remember oh, no. anything. But what he does during his day to kill time is he goes and he sits in the actor's equity lounge. Shut up. And so the movie is about a group of friends who are out-of-work actors who just sit in the actor's equity lounge all day and commiserate about their careers. The actors include... Oh my these, this is who he meets there. Um, and they all obviously... They don't play themselves. <laughs> right. Na- Nathan Lane plays uh, Herschel. Mm-hmm. who is like the sage of the group, mm-hmm. who hasn't worked in 30 years. And then Crazy. you find out at the end why. Oh, my gosh. Patricia Clarkson 
Oh my God. Oh, not Patricia Clarkson. I'm so sorry. Forgive me. Oh my God. Forgive me. Francis Conroy. Forgive mm. me. Forgive me. Forgive me. Francis Conroy plays this. It's so sad. This this middle aged actress who doesn't work and is so desperate to be in the business, even though she's in her late fifties. Interns at a casting office to file people's headshots and resumes. The best, though, is Boyd Gaines plays this classical actor who is starting to get success that Gabriel Byrne feels that he should be getting. Oh, jeez. And it, it's very funny because Boyd Gaines is talking about something and he's like, ugh, it was horrible. And they're like, oh, who did it? And he goes, ugh, roundabout, and rolls his eyes. And you're like, Board games. Your whole career is roundabout. So basically, they just went to the equity lounge and they set up monitors and just listened to what was yes. on there. And yeah. yes, exactly right. <laughs> it sounds what. It- and you mentioned her uh, before, and I want to mention her again. The wonderful Donna Murphy. Oh, I love Donna shows Murphy. up in the movie as Lester's new girlfriend, an acting oh. student. But it's a. I think it's a perfect look into our business. A perfect look into our industry. Um, so once again, and aging too. You it, know, like an aging in this business because it's not as we know from our interviews. It's it's a tough. And how tough. do you make it work? And the, yeah. and the and the main thrust of the movie, and I'm not giving anything away because it happens pretty soon, is the fact that Gabriel Byrne's character is turned down to play King Lear, mm. but he's offered the fool, <laughs> and it's like in 30 Poetic. years, where have I really gone? And the yeah. theater that's producing it is his hometown. So he has to go back to his hometown playing a role he played 30 years ago. Why isn't he moved on when everyone else is advancing far ahead of him? But I think that Lee Wilkoff does a brilliant job directing it. I think the screenplay is really magnificent. But if you are in this business, if you are in this industry, one, I think it's going to resonate. But two, it's so great to see so many great stage actors get substantial film time. Because I don't, where else do we really see Boyd Gaines now? Oh, and I love him. He's one of my favorite actors. Or Donna Murphy. Yeah. You know, and I mean, we've also got like Ellen Foley's in it and Jay Smith Cameron's in it and Mark Bloom's in it. So you you see Zoe Perry's in it. So all these Mm -hmm. people pop up that we see on stage all the time. Anyway, it's called No Pay Nudity. It's available on iTunes. I think it's a wonderful movie, especially if you're an artist. Excellent. So glad. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Wow. But very... But something very uplifting about the fact that this is what we've dedicated our lives to. Yeah. That we are not alone. Right. Have you ever been to the Actors' Equity Lounge? Oh, of course. So, really stupid question. Why hang out there? Like, what's there? Uh, Well, I think for a certain type, it's because it makes you feel like you're a part of what's going on in the world. It makes you feel like you're... No, you know, this is... You know, before there were, like, you know, talk and Broadway websites. You went to the you went to the Equity Lounge to like socialize to see people of your kind, your ilk. Interesting, you know, and that's where you usually go to audition to get the next job. So it's kind of like the clubhouse, and it's a private place. You have to have your Equity card in order to get in. And and ba- I picture the Equity Lounge back where it used to be when it was on Forty Sixth Street on the second floor. Now it's much fancier. There's an upper level. You have to go take one elevator, take another elevator, and it's this one takes place, I think, in the old your old building. Yes, I believe so. That yeah, because I'm not Equity, so I've never. Yeah. And it's it's the it's the same building, just different floor. But it was it was a very like it was sometimes a sad place, but always interesting because these there was definitely certain types that are always there, always hanging out, kind of like watching what's going on. And you know, it's like your so, thing to do. It's like with the ladies in my neighborhood who sit on on their chair watching, you know, the cars go by. That's so interesting. Well, take take a look at it and tell me from from an actor's perspective how yeah. accurate you think it is. Yeah. I found it v- deeply moving. Right. And I'm just I was a little surprised that I didn't get more traction when it I'm first I'm surprised I've never even heard of it. Yeah. Debuted. I mean, the tagline is great. It's about hanging out, hanging in, hanging on. <laughs> 
So I came with that tagline. Someone was really proud of themselves I, for that one. Whoever did that, I want to give you a big old kiss. <laughs> so for me, no pay nudity. And for you... It was the wonderful Alice Platon. Uh, go watch some of her clips, and we'll post some as well. All right, till next time. Bye. There. I did it. I often have these miserable instincts. But I endeavor to resist them by clenching my fist and by kicking my shoe hard. I try, but not too hard. She was out to get me, but I got her first. When she got malicious, she happened to pick a kid who'd be just as vicious and twice as vindicative. I am rough and I am ruthless, though it's tough for bitter truthless. Nobody steps on Catholics. If they do, then they must be crushed. Most of the world are half-wits, and their laughter will soon be hushed. A superior mental IQ makes inferior minds dislike you. If the world starts a ruckus, where all of them run amok is to step on Catherine's Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.